Hey, hey, food friends. I hope you guys are off to an awesome start this week. I am excited to talk to you guys. I'm excited to be here today. I'm coming to you guys from my office, and I have to tell you, I have my little new fluff ball on my lap. If you guys follow me on Instagram, um, if you don't, JessBrownRD, follow me because you're going to want to see this really cute dog that I got. Oh, he is the cutest thing ever. Like, he's so fluffy. I could die. <laughs> he is a rescue Bernie doodle. I know. Do, do they make rescue Bernie doodles? They do. And he is so sweet. He is a rescue because he's the wrong color and he's too big. So nobody wanted him. But man, did I want him. Oh, he's so sweet. His name is Whiskey and he is three months old and he is here to stay. So yeah, go check out my Instagram stories because I'm posting all kinds of pictures of him. <laughs> So I hope your week was fun and eventful. Maybe you got a puppy too. If you did, ooh, let me know. Let's share puppy stories. <laughs> but I am here today, friends, to talk to you about empowered eating. And, you know, speaking of chaos and getting a puppy and adding to chaos, I think this just speaks to how much I believe in empowered eating. Because here I was this week adding a puppy to my chaos, which I say there's a chaos threshold. And I live above that threshold. So adding a puppy just really didn't do anything else. <laughs> but you know, when you have the empowered eating mentality, you're able to do this stuff and still take care of your health. So like this week, guys, it was pure chaos. I mean, I had just gotten back from a trip and I have a new puppy. And then of course, we've got all the normal stuff. Work has been insane, which is great. I love it. But I still want to have energy when I get home from my family. So, you know, taking care of my health and nutrition is important for all that. And being an empowered eater allows me to prioritize space and time to get the kind of nutrition I need in my day, but not obsessed to where I, you know, feel like a failure if I didn't get the perfect meal prep or whatever. So I want to talk to you guys today about being an empowered eater and teach you guys two tactics on how to get here and how it will transform and change your life. Because it's a really nice place to be. And I want you all in this club where you can do things like crazy things, like add a puppy to your two young boy crazy insane household with two working parents and just a lot of stuff on your plate and it not be stressful because guess what you got your stuff down you know your own nutrition philosophy and you just can take all of the stuff in stride and still get your workouts in still eat your fruits and veggies still feel like you have enough energy to do all of the things to, to match all of the chaos going on in your life so I'm super excited to unpack that for you guys today and I'm hoping it blesses you guys and puts you in a place where you can too start this empowered eating journey if you haven't, or it will amplify some of the empowered eating steps you have already taken. Super excited to get started with this one, friends. What's up, food friends? Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Jazz, and if you're new here, I'm so happy you are here. I am a body bully warrior, food freedom guru, nutrition nerd with a capital R D, get it for registered dietitian. <laughs> I am here to help you become an empowered eater. I'm dishing out nutrition fun with a side of science as we learn how to let go of guilt and that all or nothing mentality. I am in your corner cheering you on because I know you have this inner awesome and we just need to fuel it right. We need to fuel it with the right food, the right mental thoughts, the right relationships. I'm here to fuel your awesome with the nutrition info that supports you, empowers you, mental strength training, and confidence that radiates regardless of your body shape. You know you hold an inner awesome, and I know you know this because you're here. You downloaded this podcast, you're listening, you're tuning in. So if you're ready to be the healthiest version of yourself, here we go. Food freedom means food is just food, and you can channel that energy you used to use to obsess about food in your body. Now we take that energy and we can channel it towards serving your purpose, your family, your work. 
your inner awesome. It's so crazy how there's this ripple effect when we allow ourselves to be the healthiest version of ourselves. Our family feels it, our work feels it. Girls, the world needs it. I'm stoked to be in your corner. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at JessBrownRD or check out all my resources, JessBrownRD.com. All right, Superwoman, are you ready to channel that inner awesome? We're going to take it up to the next level. Let's dive into today's show. So I was talking with one of my girlfriends the other day, and she was asking me these questions like, Jess, can I really have food freedom and work to be healthier at the same time? Like, I want to want to eat healthy, but I also want to eat dessert. And I think she brings up a really good question. Like, can I have this food freedom and intentionally eat? Like, are those things mutually exclusive? Can they happen at the same time? And how do we navigate that? What if I have specific goals? And what role does empowered eating play? So as I mentioned today, I'm going to be unpacking two tactics to get y'all started on your empowered eating journey or add to the empowered eating steps that you are already taking and how this is going to change your life, how it's going to make it so you can be chill around food and not feel like You know, you're just so overwhelmed with all the decisions that have to be made that it kicks you into that all or nothing mentality, which is really no fun to be at. I mean, and we know we've been there. It sets us up for failure. (laughs) When I work with clients and what I remember for myself when I was working on this piece of my journey is that when we feel like we fail, we chalk it up to willpower. We say like, gosh, we just aren't good enough. We didn't do enough. Like we have an inability to stay committed to the things we want to do. And guys, I think this is really a dangerous place to be when it comes to making food or exercise changes because it presents the opportunity for shame around what we eat. It really puts us in that posture of like, there's a right and wrong way to do this. There is a good and bad food list. There is a workout that counts and a workout that doesn't count. And I am just not a fan of this because what happens is folks then, you know, we still do all the quote bad stuff only that we hide it from ourselves or we we like don't want to admit to it. And that creates shame. It puts us in a place where we feel like we are doing something wrong And then shame creeps in and therefore we are something wrong. And that gets us in a bad, bad spot when it comes to food changes because it keeps us stuck and it creates like these higher stakes for failure. It's like, gosh, now if I fail, I'm going to try this again. But, you know, if I can't do it again, man, I just repeat the old pattern and I'm worthless and I can't do this and the stakes are higher. And guys, we've all been there and I certainly remember being there and I wanted to break free of it. I wanted to know, like, what can I do to feel successful and keep that ball rolling? Enter empowerment empowered eating. Guys, this is where we overlap our values. So that's what we value most in life. This is our why behind our how. We overlap that with our biofeedback or our interoceptive awareness. Or in other words, we go to what does my body say about the foods I'm eating? Like after I eat a salad, how do I feel? After I eat about a bag of Skittles, how do I feel? Like we go back to what our body says about food instead of like this polarizing list of what we should and shouldn't eat. And guys, I walk you through this process in the Food Foundations e-course. We go through it step by step about how to reconnect with your biofeedback, how to recalibrate your hunger and satiety. But this is a really important step. And then the last piece of empowered eating is the nutrition knowledge piece. So we layer all those three on top of each other. And this is where I get really excited excited and see that folks can start to navigate food decisions from an empowered posture instead of feeling deflated and defeated all the time. And 
What I want to do is give you two ways to actually get started on this today. So number one is to identify your loudest physiological hunger cue. Guys, we all have one. It's just often we don't listen. And when we don't listen, we don't notice, right? If you download my three steps to empowered eating, guys, which is totally free on my homepage, I actually have the hunger scale that you guys can see there. This is a tool I use with folks to help like guide and look and re-identify what their hunger is using a hunger scale. So using a numbers scale. So if you want to use that tool, go download my free empowered eating guides just right from my homepage, justbrownrd.com. But what I found is this tool allows people to rediscover some of their physiological hunger cues. And I want you to just identify the one that is the loudest. So the one that like screams hunger and it's different for everyone. I mean, I think we automatically think it's going to be something like stomach growling, but it can be anything, guys. Like for me, my eyes get heavy and my enthusiasm gets sucked out of my face. Like I swear when my blood glucose is low, you can see it all over my face. It's like there is no energy. (laughs) There's nothing. I'm a different person. Hangry is a real thing. It's a real word also now, (laughs) but it's a real thing. And I can see it on my face. Um, that's my indicator, but maybe yours is different. Like maybe yours is a stomach growl or maybe your hands become a bit shaky. Maybe you start to get a little bit of brain frog, frog, (laughs) ribbit, (laughs) brain fog. (laughs) Maybe you start yawning. I mean, we all demonstrate hunger differently. And if you're someone that's like, well, gosh, I just never feel hunger. There's a really good chance that you either haven't allowed space for yourself to be hungry. Like perhaps you're eating like small bites throughout the entire day. So hunger doesn't ever really pop up or you've ignored it for so long that you just don't, your body doesn't produce the hormone as strongly or as loudly anymore. And if that's the case, guys, we do have a bit more work to do and we probably need to break that down in a one-on-one session. But in general, if we take about a week and designate energy to noticing what our body does throughout the day when we haven't eaten, it helps us identify our strong physiological hunger cues. And it's really powerful once you can identify at least one, because that's going to guide you on when to start eating. That's going to be something that triggers you like, oh, hey, my eyes are getting glassy. Oh, hey, I'm getting shaky. It's time to grab a snack. And it's really cool when you have that biofeedback permission slip Instead of like, well, should I eat now? Should I not eat now? I ate two hours ago, but I don't know if I should eat. You know, my meal plan doesn't say I can eat until 1230, but I'm hungry. You know, it just, it's like, gets rid of all that. It's like, oh, stop, stop the madness. Get it out of your head and let's listen to what the body says. So step number one on your empowered eating journey is identify your strongest physiological hunger cue. Okay, number two. Take time to notice when or if your satiety cues kick in. Guys, satiety is just a fancy word for feeling full, physically satiated. And I think our culture often, for a lot of people, um, polarizes satiety. So either we love it and we feel slightly like obsessed with it. You know, we can feel almost like drunk on food and loving to get to the point where we feel so stuffed. Or we feel guilty when we're full. Like we ate too much. We shouldn't have done that. Why did we allow ourselves to get here? And when we're operating in the empowered eating mentality, it allows us to just use this biofeedback as biofeedback. Like satiety is truly the stomach saying, hey girl, or hey dude, I've eaten, you've eaten enough. We've got enough in here. It's okay to take a step back and create some space before, before your next meal. 
My satiety cues really don't pop up until about 15 minutes after I finish eating. So that's something I've learned throughout my journey. And when they do pop in there, like 15 minutes later, man, they are coming in hot. I go like zero to 60 on the satiety scale (laughs) where I am not feeling full at all. I could eat, you know, double my portions. And then all of a sudden it's like, bam, I am so full. But knowing this is really important because what it allows me to do or what it helps guide me to do is to slow down taste my food, pause before I get seconds, and notice how the biological response is different based on whatever foods I'm eating. So this has really served me well because number one, it gave me permission to eat until feeling satisfied, which prevented me from overeating later on because I think how many of us have done that, right? Where we say like, oh, I should stop now, but I'm still hungry. And then finally the next meal rolls around and you're like starving. (laughs) You know, it's like, give me all the food. So it helped me eat more moderated throughout the day. And honestly, it helped me enjoy my food more because I was eating to a place that was like comfortably full. Like I was satisfied, but I didn't feel so stuffed that I was lethargic afterwards. And that's really a great place to be because we're, we're combining like the food as fuel and the food as fun elements where we're fueling our body with an appropriate amount of fuel that is energizing. And at the same time, we're eating enough to allow us to feel satisfied. So getting acquainted with these satiety cues is really, really powerful. And guys, I will say it's a journey. Like I had to fail a million times and fail. Like it's not even failing, right? Um, that language is just, gosh, it's so built into our our vernacular. (laughs) Um, I had to do it wrong or do it not in alignment with what best served me a million times before I got to a place where I could uh, moderate this more naturally. And I think it's important to know that because you are going to try this and you're going to say, okay, I'm going to eat to the point of feeling full and satisfied and you might overeat. And it's like, okay, instead of beating yourself up, just, all right, cool, good information. Next time I won't have that extra roll or you know, maybe I, I have whatever, like whatever you ate, it helps you adjust the portion size. And um, then the same thing, like, well, if I eat to a little lower of a satiety level and then I'm hungrier sooner, that's going to give you good biofeedback to say, okay, well, maybe when I eat a salad, I feel full at first and then I'm hungrier later. So maybe I need to either eat a little bit more with a salad or have some carbs on the side or have a little bit more protein because I noticed the satiety doesn't last. I mean, it's all amazing information. And when you're walking through this, it can feel like a lot. It can be a bit overwhelming. Um, but don't worry, guys. Like I have all the tools in my Food Foundations eCourse. So if you're in that, you you have your tracking tools and you can navigate it and you can look at all the data that you're collecting and then shape it into your own empowered eating nutrition philosophy. It's really, really powerful. Okay, as I'm talking about identifying physiological hunger and experimenting with satiety, I just feel like I need to add in this last piece because if I had a dollar for every time a client told me, Jess, if I say all foods are okay to eat and then I eat when I'm hungry, I will go crazy. I, guys, I would be a rich woman if every if I had a dollar for every time someone said that to me because that is a super common fear. But I would tell you I would be a richer woman if I also got a dollar for every time somebody went through this process and said, okay, that's weird. I didn't go crazy. <laughs> and that is what I want to reassure you of today. I know it can feel very overwhelming and it does require faith to take this step, 
but it is something that I have seen to work. I know and live it every single day. And I'm so grateful to be a part of so many people's journeys as they also get to experience what it's like to be an empowered eater. But there's two main things that happen when we allow ourselves to eat when we're hungry and feel our satisfaction or feel that satiety factor. Guys, number one, we know that we can have more tomorrow. This is a really important mindset to be in when we're trying to implement nutrition changes. It gets us out of the scarcity mindset. The scarcity mindset when it comes to food sets us up to binge. When we tell ourselves we cannot have bread, you know, we can't have bagels, and then all of a sudden we're around it and we're like, okay, okay, I can't have it, I can't have it just this once, we eat four, right? But if we know we can have some tomorrow, there's no urgency. There's no rush. It's like, do I want a bagel today? I don't know. Sure. I might have half and that's cool. I might have a whole one. That's cool. But it prevents us from overeating it because we know we can have more tomorrow. I'll tell you right now, you guys probably know this if you've been tuning in, but I get donuts with my family almost every single Thursday. It's just our thing. Donut Thursday. Because we do it every single week, some weeks I don't even want the donuts. I'm like, you know, I'm actually kind of good today. Some weeks I eat two, three. I mean, <laughs> it just depends. But the reality is I know I can always have some on another day, so I don't feel an urgency to eat them. I feel excitement because it's fun, but I don't feel an urgency to overeat them because I know I can have some more the next Thursday. So that's the first thing it does. The second thing it does and how it's going to transform your life is it allows you to identify your biofeedback, exactly what we're talking about here. And that biofeedback is something that is with you always. It is something that it's you, right? Like it is your body. It is learning to eat and live in a way that works with your body instead of like using a tracker, using, which, you know, there's a time and place for that. Don't get me wrong. But instead of relying on something external, when we recalibrate our relationship with biofeedback, it allows us to have that information with us at all times to guide us on how and when and what to eat. That is invaluable and something that will go with you on vacation. It will go with you to your kid's birthday party. It will go with you when you're trying to make um, fitness advances. Like, guys, it is always there. It is fail-proof. Okay, so to recap for y'all, number one, identify your loudest, most dominant physiological hunger cue. Number two, take time to notice when or if your satiety kicks in and noting how that's different depending on what types of food you eat. Getting here is just so cool because number one, you get away from that scarcity mindset and instead you're in this place of trusting your body for the beautiful, amazing design that it is. Because let's be real, no matter what your body looks like, I don't care you know, what your opinion is of your body, it is amazing. The fact that we can take food and break it down into all these micronutrition or micronutrients and it goes through our microbiome and our microbiome digests it and creates byproducts and that goes to our brain and that works with our um, immune system. Like how symbiotic our relationship is with food just blows my mind. So getting away from the scarcity mindset really allows you, I think, to appreciate the amazing machine that your body is. And then number two, 
listening to your biofeedback is a fail-proof method that can go with you anywhere and guide your nutrition habits. Guys, the empowered eating life really is the best life, and I believe a ticket to unleashing your awesome because so many of us get stuck like wasting energy here, beating ourselves up. We get stuck in the shame spiral that we just can't you know, do the basics, like take care of our body, nourish it, let it have some fun and be focused on the other things that we are doing in this world. Like we get stuck here. So I am hoping this gets you kickstarted because if you want more details, be sure you grab that free three-step guide to empowered eating from my website, justbrownrd.com. But let's get started on your journey. Let's get recalibrated with some of your biofeedback. And of course, if you guys are ready to dive in all the way The Food Foundations e-course is there. It's ready for you. I walk you through this entire process of recalibrating your biofeedback. Got all the logging tools there for you guys. And of course, the values assessment and like obviously all the nerdy nutrition stuff. (laughs) That is there for you as well. I do have a fuel plan that I write for every single person that joins. And that's going to be individually customized based on you and a personal assessment that you send in to me. Friends, I am wishing you all an empowered eating day. I hope you guys have a great kickstart to your week. Cheers and happy eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.